Hi everyone and welcome to this episode of the Pilgrim Story Hour. I'm Moni Dujeji and today I would like to speak about courage. Now when I started my pilgrimages back in 2001 then on the Camino or Rome to Jerusalem many people said to me wow you must be so brave walking all this way and by yourself and aren't you scared? And you know, of course, you know, it's natural to feel afraid. And anytime you're embarking on any journey into the unknown, there is bound to be some fear. But I have learned over time to appreciate that courage is not just simply in the big leaps that we make in our lives, but courage is also in the very small moment by moment decisions and choices that we make about who we are in this world and what it is that we want to bring forward. Now, the story that I want to share with you today takes place in Syria. This was maybe the year, now we were in 2002, we had been walking for almost one year, and for that whole year, each of us, Alberto and I, had been carrying a sign on our backpacks saying essentially that we are walking for peace to Jerusalem in the language of every country that we had walked through, 11 countries by then. And there were moments when I had my doubts about carrying that sign. I struggled with carrying that sign that said walking for peace because I didn't often really know what that peace meant. And I was often in conflict myself. So how could I possibly understand what peace meant? But what I also knew was happening was that I was walking an inner journey. And for me, that meant that I was walking, trying to come to terms with a lot of my own personal stories, my own personal demons, healing whatever needed to be healed. So that was the inner journey that was really happening at the same time that I was walking for peace. There was an inner element of peace going on. And at the same time, I was on a journey of the spirit, really trying to explore my place in the universal order of things, who am I? And really coming to understand that there was a loving universe that was with me in every single moment, guiding my journey. Now, it's one thing to know these things, and it's quite another to actually talk about them. And I really wasn't ready to talk about that. That was the essential struggle for me, is that it, in a way it was almost easier to say I'm walking for peace than it was to say I am walking because I believe that there is a universal hand of love here walking with me. I didn't want to speak about the elements of the spirit that were also guiding this journey. And that was my internal battle that was going on, the struggle to be authentic, the struggle to express who I am, because obviously there's a fear of rejection, fear of ridicule, um, you know, the fear of what are they going to think of me. And so my, day, my courage became truly on that journey around finding those moments, those small experiences with individuals when I had the chance to truly express my authentic voice and my beliefs, even though they may think what they thought, what they, what they would think of me. Now, at the same time, as I said, this was in Syria, 2002. We were in the aftermath of 9-11. And in that year, it was the year that the U.S. had decided to invade Iraq. So here we were in the Arab world, still in Syria, carrying a message for peace at a time when war sounded to be the only option. 
And I was afraid, and not just for my physical safety, but more the fear of, I am now declaring, by carrying this sign for peace on my backpack, I am now declaring that I believe there is another way to war. I believe that we have other choices. And to be that voice that stands out and says, I believe that there is another way, to me, was infinitely more dangerous than just to simply go along with the crowd and be like everyone else. And so as we entered Syria, even though I was filled with trepidation and a great deal of hesitation, I decided that I would carry the sign for peace and that I would walk through Syria with it. And I'm glad that I did because the conversations that we had and the meetings that we had as a result of it were extraordinary. Not simply for the opportunity to meet new people and new ideas, but for the opportunity for me personally to stand strong and in my own truth and express my beliefs and refine them because with every conversation there was an opportunity in the exchange to really reflect on what does this peace mean to me? What does it mean to create inner peace? What does it mean to believe what I believe? So those meetings were invaluable. And you know, when I left Syria on our way into Lebanon, I thought, great, now we're going into the country of my origin. I'm Lebanese. These are my countrymen. I'm more confident than ever in what I believe about peace. And this should be easy. But walking into Lebanon, I felt more insecure than ever, which really surprised me because I thought, why am I feeling this way? These are my people. These are the people I grew up with. I understand the culture, the language, how they think. But then I realized I'm also bringing a message of peace, a perspective of the world to a country that is living through war, that is just barely just out of a civil war itself and that has tasted blood and conflict for decades. And so who am I to bring this story of peace? Who am I to share this perspective? And maybe I'm wrong all along. So to my great surprise, my courage with my own message and what I believed after walking for a year failed me in the place where I thought it would be most strong. And then added to that was the fact that I was entering into a culture, my own culture, and going to visit family and friends that were, you know, my family is traditional Lebanese family. So here I am walking with my not so traditional uh, ponytailed young pilgrim partner, who is my partner in every sense of the word. And he had proposed to me. Alberto had proposed to me during our pilgrimage and he had, uh, had brought some rings. You know, this is the ring that I wear today still. And... When we arrived into the village of my family, all of a sudden I thought, well, are they going to accept him? Are they going to understand? How am I going to explain that, you know, we're not married? I haven't even told my own parents in Canada. Do I tell my uncles and aunts without before telling my own family? All of these doubts and insecurities started to roll through me. And once again, rather than tapping into my own truth and my own courage, that courage failed me. And the day that we entered into the village and into the home of my family, I'll never forget this day. It wasn't my proudest moment, but I took off this ring. I took it off and I slipped it into my pocket. And I said to Alberto, um, you'll be staying in the room upstairs while I will stay in the room downstairs. It was such a, a moment of pure dejection for me personally of how could I believe one thing 
with all of my heart and then act in another. And the same thing happened with my message of peace and what I believed. All of a sudden, in order to keep the illusion of peace and everything is great and wonderful and isn't it nice that you're here, I stopped talking about what I believe to keep everything calm. So I felt like a complete hypocrite and a complete fraud, living and saying and speaking in a way that did not fully reflect who I was. And I kept beating myself up over the fact that I just could not find my courage. After two weeks of doing this, I eventually decided I, I can't live with myself anymore in this way. And so it wasn't a huge leap that I took, but I took a step by telling one of my close cousins living there about my relationship with Alberto and fully opening up about what this pilgrimage for peace was all about. Again, it wasn't a huge leap of courage, but it was a small step. And for me, it felt like that was enough right now to get me going and to get me back on track to reclaiming who I am and not letting it fall by the wayside due to the, what I perceived would be the opinions of others. My walk through Lebanon, because now we were continuing along the coastline into southern Lebanon and eventually we would head into Israel, I would be tested more than once because carrying that sign of peace and that message of peace through a land where, you know, you could still see tanks by the, the wayside. It wasn't a country that had fully emerged uh, from its own civil war. I would be tested over and again, and there would be moments when I would fail in what I would say, but there would be other moments when I would stay, stand fully in the grace of the message that I was speaking and in the words that absolutely needed to be honored to express who I fully am. And you know what? There were also moments when I needed to just take off that sign because I knew I simply could not do it and it was okay. And I needed to have the courage to forgive myself in that moment to say, it's okay that you can't do it in this moment. Take a breath, let it go, and the courage will find you again. And it did. Now on your pilgrimage, you're going to be faced with many big decisions, small decisions, big choices, small choices. And so I ask you to consider and to reflect on the small choices that you're making every single day. It's not in the big steps that we often take that define our courage, but very much in the moment to moment, very human interactions that we have where we get to choose who we are and who we choose to be in relationship to the world and what it is that we choose to bring forward into the world. Thank you so much for listening to my story today. If you want to learn more about me and my pilgrimages, walkingforpeace.com is my website. Thanks again for tuning in, pilgrims, and I wish you all a muy buen camino.